Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Maria Sampalis. Thank you for joining the podcast today. We will be talking about uh, contact lens options for our patients today. And our guest is Dr. Christy Carlson uh, from Johnson & Johnson. Hi, doctor. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm excited to have you on today. Um, I, I wanted to really pick your brain and get a lot of information about contacts there, uh, from J&J. And there's been a lot of new innovations. So why do you think there, there are so many eligible patients that are not wearing contact lenses? And, you know, for every one patient uh, wearing contacts, that's like 31 million. There are two others who are, you know, vision corrected, opening to wearing contacts, but currently not. I mean, that's a lot of, you know, data out there. And what do you, what do you think about that? I think it's really interesting. And I think it's a bit of a disconnect, honestly, between us as doctors and patients. And I think if we do a, a little deeper dive into this and look at some of the things that we've heard from patients, it's illuminating. And what I mean by that is if you start thinking about your day in, in practice and looking at your schedule and how your interactions with your patients go. I don't know if you're like me, but when I was seeing patients, I would get my daily schedule and it would say glasses or contacts. And I would just make this assumption that uh, if they were wearing glasses and my staff had already pre-screened them, that I would just go in with the assumption that they were going to be a glasses wearer. I didn't even go into discussing contact lenses with them and vice versa. Uh, for contact lenses, I, of course, you're always giving them glasses, but I always was uh, surprised when someone would be listed as contacts and come in and it would just say, they would say, I, I just want glasses this time. So to get back to that, what I mean by that is I made this assumption that, and so, uh, you know, wrongly, I made the assumption <clears throat> that if someone had been listed as glasses, I didn't even ask them about contact lenses. I just made this idea in my mind that if they were interested, they would ask me and that wasn't happening. And we've done some studies to see that patients expect the doctor to tell them if they're a candidate and ask them if they're interested and explain contact lenses to them. And we on the doctor side are sitting there thinking if patients interested in contacts, they're going to come forward to us and tell us. So if we don't kind of match together, we're just like, you know, meeting at opposite ends and never connecting in the middle. So I think that's a big reason. Yeah, that, that's a lot of good points that you, you pointed out there, because I do have patients that I said, you're a great contact lens candidate. And they said, hey, my doctor said I wasn't. I have astigmatism. And I'm like, when was this? I would say 20 years ago. But I said, contacts have changed in 20 years. Um, so the doctor should bring it up in the chair and should be part of their, um, you know, opening, you know, comments and, and discussion with patients to give them the best options. Just like we, you know, we prescribe progressives or blue light filters or, or, or reading glasses. It should be part of that discussion, I think. Um, yeah. With, with patients. What are yeah. some key questions and points that you discuss that, you know, to discuss as contact lens options with patients? Well, I, I really try to get to what their desire is and, you know, what their hobbies are and what maybe their pain points are. So a couple of different things, because they'll, they'll start telling you pretty quickly on uh, if you ask them a specific question, you know, uh, if they're in contact lenses and you say, uh, how are your contacts? They're going to say fine, you know. So you have to you have to give them a few more ticklers. And I I love telling people, especially when they're a new wearer, like 
you may not even want to do this full time. Maybe you just want to do it part time, but let's try it because it's going to open up opportunities for you. And honestly, I have so many people that then love wearing contacts. I'm sure you have the same exact thing. And they just have this fear. Uh, a lot of them have a fear over the fact that they think they can't do it or what it's going to feel like on their eye. And I just take control of that and make sure that I'm the one putting it on them for the first time. And then they're, they're so surprised at how great it is. So I just ask them a lot of questions on, you know, what their day to day is and uh, let them know about the technology. And most of the time people are pretty open. I, you do have every once in a while, someone that is a closed door. Absolutely. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like people are really open when you are giving them good questions. Yeah. I mean, even if you get patients that just, you know, primarily eyeglass wearers, you know, what I found is, you know, t saying, Hey, if you have a hobby and it's sports going to the gym and you don't want to wear your glasses, then, Hey, oh, I can fit you in a daily lens. And maybe it, and, and you just get a you know six month supply and it lasts you a year or two boxes. And I find that patients are open to that and it just makes things more flexible. And as they get comfortable with it, they like it, you know, the, the year the next year they come back, maybe they 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 do more lenses and, and use it more because the more they're educated on it for the options that they have, um, I think they they're more open to having contact lenses as an everyday thing. I, I, what are some important factors when discussing multifocal contact lenses with patients? Oh my gosh, multifocals are absolutely my favorite thing to fit because I hear over and over, and I'm sure you have the same thing. I have, you already referenced this that my other doctor said, you know, I wasn't a candidate. I will say to someone, once I know their refractive data, have you thought about multifocal contacts? Because it is a huge pain point for new presbyopes, you know, everyone across the board, whether they've been in contact lenses forever or they're that in, in brand new, you know, they were emetropic or slightly hyperopic their whole life. It's a pain point, presbyopia. You know, nobody wants to be in their mom's glasses or, you know, get to that point or let anybody know. So it's my favorite area because when I ask them what I hear often is, oh, I heard from my doctor that those don't work. And I, you know, before I insert foot into mouth, before I know their full refractive data, I, you know, I say, let's explore that in a few minutes. And I always say, these patients are screen happy. When I put them in their, these multifocal contacts, they are so excited. They pull out their cell phone where their font was giant on their text before. And it's like weaving down and around and they can't fit hardly anything on their screen or their brightness is up and their battery is dying all, you know, so fast in the day. They just are so empowered by having multifocal contacts. So I love asking people if they've heard about multifocal contacts. Some people have no idea and others, you know, have the response that they've never heard about it um, or that they uh, have had a doctor say that they, you know, were not a candidate. So it's my favorite area. I love multifocals. What are some tips of get, getting patients that dropped out uh, in the past uh, into, back into lenses? Yeah, that is a really great conversation that I also enjoy having because when you have someone that's dropped out, it's a great idea to be able to figure out what the reason was. Was it like a lifestyle change or was it an issue with their contact lenses? And either one we can address because they could have been in something that just wasn't a daily wear lens and having a one day is going to be much more suitable for them. And if it was a dryness or discomfort issue and they don't have 
any ocular surface disease issues, then I want to be able to address that. And it could be a number of years, as you said before, you know, it could have been 20 years ago and they dropped out and technology has shifted so much. So I love giving them the example of, you know, what happened 20 years ago with cell phones and just relaying that into the message of contact lenses and our technology today with having stability and comfort with contact lenses is dramatically different. So I love being able to tell them that and being able to put a lens on their eye, like One Day Oasis or Agu uh, Oasis Max One Day now, and being able to put that on their eye and it disappears. I have people say that all the time. They're like, I don't even feel this on my eye. So they're shocked, you know, when, when they think back and recollect what they had before. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Carlson, on the uh, podcast today. There's a lot of a uh, lot of opportunity for contact lens wearers. Uh, about 65 million patients not wearing contacts, and it's a big opportunity for a lot of practices to you know fit patients. And, with, and Johnson Johnson has a lot of innovative products to uh, support your practice and bring um, latest technology to the patients. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been my pleasure.